Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. I hope your day is going wonderfully. Today is the last of our three-part series on the three keys to getting booked. Before we dive into our topic today, I just want to remind you about our Facebook group. It is Take the Stage Speakers. You can find that just by searching on Facebook, Take the Stage Speakers Group. I would love to have you there. I created this for you. It's what I wanted when I was starting out on my journey. It's the answer to a lot of my questions. It's what is a one sheet and how do I create it? What do I put in it? Does this picture look okay? How do I open this message? Does this sound okay? This is where you go to ask those questions. And it's free. It's for you. It's a place where you will find speakers just like you. So I'd love to have you over there. Love to have you join. Now, today we're on the third part of the three keys to getting booked to speak. Now, we started our journey with the three keys to getting booked, and that was connections. The second key was conversations. And today we're talking conversions. So first of all, let's talk about what is a conversion. What does it mean when I say conversion? When I say conversion, I mean going from a connection and conversation to a booked opportunity. So we are going to now talk about how do you take that connection that you move to a conversation? How do you convert that to a paid speaking engagement? Well, the number one thing is while you're in that conversation, I want you to let her talk and listen well. I often will take a pen and write notes on a sticky pad or whatever. You know, if you know me, you know how much I love some sticky post-it notes. So I often will use a post-it note to take my notes on as I'm listening to someone speak. What am I listening for? I want you to listen for the key things she's looking for. Now, if she's not talking, then it's up to you to ask good questions. Here are a few for you to consider. What events in the past have your women just loved? Let her unpack that with you. And then you may even ask, what are some of the events or the speakers and the messages that you saw moved your women, that you saw had an impact on your women? Let her unpack that. You want to hear those keywords, key things that matter to this group. Now, what are those key things? I don't know, because it's going to change with every conversation. You may hear things like, well, we had speaker Susie Q, and she was so great. Our women loved her because she made them laugh. And it's been a really heavy season at our church. Now, I would follow that up with, are you still in a heavy season? Is humor and laughter something that is really important to this event? And again, you're going to get that answer back. 
She may say yes. She may say, well, you know, we're in a really good place. What are you looking for for this event? And then listen. Listen with both ears. And I say this because you may be a better person than me, but sometimes I'm only half listening because I'm listening with one ear and I may just be looking at something else on my phone, on my computer screen. Oftentimes what I will do when I'm in a listening mode is that I will put on my headset, I close my computer, and all I have in front of me is a scratch pad or a post-it note. As you know, I love a post-it note. I want to take notes and I want to hear what she's saying. And then I like to repeat it back to her. If she says something along the lines of, we had a speaker last year who really helped us understand how to study the Bible. And my women love that. It changed the way we do Bible study. I would ask these questions back. So this speaker came and she taught how to study the Bible. Tell me a little bit more about that and how that work impacted what you're doing today, because I love that it did. I just really want to understand more. Let her reveal more of what that was. It could be that speaker was very practical, and this is a group that loves a very practical speaker. At the same time, you may get something that is different. We had a speaker that taught on the fruit of the Spirit in a very unique way. She did a drama and she acted out each one of the fruit of the Spirit, which, by the way, would be very interesting. Very interesting. Ask why that was so important. Now, you're doing a couple of things with this, and I don't want to get into too far into science and psychology, number one, because I'm not a scientist, nor am I a psychologist. But I do know people, and I do understand event planners. And when you listen and ask good questions, it helps her understand that you care about her audience. You care about what they think. You are in tune with what they are planning. And I want to See where you fit into her plans. Ask her what the overall theme is. That's a given. Ask her about the attendees. We talked a little bit about that last time. But if she says something along the lines of, well, mostly it's our senior adults that attend. Why do you think that is? And it could be that they're mostly a senior adult church, or maybe there's another reason. Help her unpack that. What you're doing is you're helping her create solutions. And because you're helping her create solutions, you are becoming her champion. Now, remember, your job as a speaker is to show up and do what God's called you to do. But it's also to help that event planner. I've always said, and I will continue to say, that being a speaker with a message is one of the most servant-hearted works you will ever do. Obviously, you serve the Lord first and foremost. You serve your audience, you serve your event planner, and you serve your future audience. And what do I mean about your future audience? Because in the seats in that room where you're delivering this message is likely the person that will book you for the next one. And if she's not sitting in the seat, she may be referring you 
to the person who will book you for the next event. That's your future audience. You are always problem solving. You're helping that event planner not only create an amazing event, but you are also helping her bring her women in, helping her create an event that will speak volumes, that will overcome any objections to coming to an event. Remember, we talk a lot, and if you've been around here a minute, you know I'm always talking about the one you're called to serve. And I stay with that, the one you're called to serve. Now, who is she? She is sitting in that seat. Your job is to show up and give her a solution to the thing that keeps her on her knees and up at night. Your job is to help that event planner get her to this event so you can do the very thing you've been called to do. So creating a conversion is taking a connection from the connection to the conversation and through the conversation. Now, at some point, we hope she asks you this question. Well, speaker name, and I'm talking directly to you. So Heather, I'd love to have you come. I really believe you're the right person for this. Can you tell me how much you charge? Uh Uh-oh. Right then, everything in you goes, "Uh uh-oh, you have to be ready for this question. And my response is, well, Evelyn Event Planner, I would love to know your speaker budget. And if she balks, and sometimes they do, to say, no, 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 it's not because I'm going to change my fee. My fee stays the same. But I just want to work within what you are doing. So maybe she comes back and she said, well, our budget is $2,000. And you know in your heart, your fee is $1,000. You do not change your fee to $2,000. Hear me. You say, well, my fee is typically $1,000. Because you let her, you let her say, well, we would like to give you 2000 And she may not say that, understand that, hear that. But to create this incredible speaking career you're going to create, I want you to think about the power of what just happened in that conversation. Evelyn's going to be talking to her friend, the other event planners, and she's going to say, oh my gosh, so I just booked this speaker, Heather, and y'all are going to have to come to this because I told her our budget was $2,000. I just assumed she would say her fee was 2000 She comes back and says her fee is 1000 I was just blown away by that. Now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to pay her 1500 because we think she's worth it. But isn't that amazing? So right now, before you ever go from connection to conversation to conversion, I want you to know in your mind, in your heart, what is your fee? And we've talked about this before on the show. What is your speaker fee? And I'm going to put a link in the show notes on this show to a quiz that's going to help you find and identify your speaker fee. Knowing your fee walking in is going to help you make a great negotiation. Now, what if it goes the other way? What if you ask and she said, well, our budget's $300 and your fee's 1000 Same conversation. Well, Evelyn, my fee is typically $1,000. Now, I want us to pause right here, and I want you to think, before you get on the phone, what are you willing to do? Is this a place that you know 
you want to share this message? Has God just really impressed upon you that you are to go? Is it easy to reach? Will $300 cover your cost? And can you get creative? Can you say, Evelyn, wow, okay, my fee's $1,000, but let's get creative. What if, I know you're you're expecting 100 people, what if you added one of my books and I sell them to you at a discount? They're regular 15. What if I sell them to you for 10 and everybody gets a copy of my book? Now, let's pause here. Your book sells for 15. You buy it for, let's say, five. So right now, you've just made $10 times 100. You've made up your fee. Or even if you paid seven for it, seven and you're going to make $3. So you're going to make $300 plus the $300 they're going to pay. You were at $600. Get creative. And also know what you're willing to go for. If a thousand is the least that you can go for, or five hundred or two hundred, then know that. Know that this is where you're at. And you can get creative in different ways. You may say, Well, Evelyn, my board, and you obviously can have people around you that speak into this. My board says they want me to stay at the thousand. So is there a way that we can make this work? Can we do an increase on ticket prices? Have you thought about maybe charging a little bit more to cover the cost of a speaker? Now, I know right now, a lot of you are like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. This is just negotiation. It is not being unkind. It is being very kind. And if you find that you're so far apart, if their speaker budget is, we don't have a budget and we just do a love offering, That's totally on you. I have friends that have been speaking for years that still do that. Now, I don't do that, but that's just my personal decision. And that's something that me and the Lord came up with. If the Lord says you're going to go and you're going to receive whatever they give you, then you do that. But you still need to have a fee in mind for every time you speak. Because it is your job as a professional speaker to know what you charge. You wouldn't expect your attorney to say, oh, well, you know, I mean, what do you want to pay me? Or your plumber, when you call him up and water's gushing out of the sink, spewing up in the way it's supposed to be going down. And he says, I don't know. What do you think you should pay me? Because right now I pay that plumber anything to come. All right. This is the last of how to get booked. Three key to getting booked. Connections, conversations, and conversions. Next week, we have a treat for you. I'm looking forward to you hearing from the former, one of the directors of Women of Faith. If you've been around for a while, you remember Women of Faith. She worked there. She was also an MC for Women of Faith. So it's going to be a fun, fun episode. I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group, right? And you dropping in here next week. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes. And those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, 
Have a good one.